ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
find that we have departed the earth the bible says that it's appointed unto every man wants to die wants to die every man says that he, he goeth the way of every man every man will die one day unless jesus christ comes to meet you and each one of us here must have our mind on the question of where will i go when i die it's very important so if you are living your life just for your stomach, for your beauty, for your hair, for money, for riches, for houses, for material things, ask yourself that when it is time to go home, what will you do? That's why tonight, if I were you, I will pay a lot of attention to the message. That's why if tonight I were you, I would listen to a servant of God who is attempting to repair your spirituality. A servant of God who is attempting to restore your spirituality to the right place. Because one day you will be going home and you will need your spirituality. Tonight, I'm happy to announce to you that the gift of God is in our midst. And if you understand and you're as appreciative as I am, I want you to rise to your feet with me tonight as a sign of honor. And join me, Makanae Cathedral. And let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop, Edwin Morgan. Oh God, come on, make some noise tonight. Make some noise tonight. hands for these young men very beautiful guys we thank God for their lives they 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 add a lot to the service 
So let's, let's clap our hands for them. They are, they are great guys. You know, instrumentalists. Uh, very great, a very great blessing. And uh, one has also appreciate the choir. The amazing gazelles. That was a beautiful Broadway show. Broadway. Broadway show. Clap your hands for them. I would like to meet their instructor. That person must be very powerful. So you may please be seated. You are very welcome to church this evening. And I also want to appreciate our overseers for an amazing and fantastic work they've done today. For the first time in the history of this church, we've had a certain type of attendance even before the service started. And I think that let's clap our hands for our overseers. And it's, it's a sign of leadership. They are working very hard. Stand to your feet and let's appreciate our pastors. Yes. Even Joyce has come to add herself to the fans. You may please be seated. And the church is a very important part of our lives. Um, If you are a Christian... God's house must be very special to you. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Verse 2. He maketh me to lie down. That's the shepherding work of God. God taking care of you makes you lie down in green pastures. Leads you beside the still waters. Verse 3. He restores your soul. That's the work God does in your life. He restores your soul. He, he, he brings your life back to normal. Whatever the devil destroyed, God is able to bring it back. I tell you, there are some of you here, this is not how your life was supposed to be. What, what you are seeing now about your life is actually God beginning to change your life to the original plan yes to the original plan verse 4 yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me verse 5 thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies thou anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over surely Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will, what? Dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, 
Um, but I'm just saying that you can't separate God being your shepherd from his house. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. If the Lord is your shepherd, you will dwell in his house. So the Lord is your shepherd, his house. They are together to make you the Christian you ought to be. Amen. So if you, if, if you are interested in God, if you want to walk with God, then you must adjust your life in such a way that it revolves around the house of God. God's house must be a very important place for you. Like if you are a market woman, the market is an important place in your life. If you are a teacher, the school is an important place in your life. If you are a doctor, the hospital or the clinic is an important place in your life. If you are a Christian, the church is an important place in your life. And you must really make sure that your life is built around the church because it's the center of your life. Everything God will do in your life will come from the house of God. Oh yes, directly. Directly. Through a friend, through your pastor, through anything you are doing. You know, so I'm very... I was very happy that today, for the first time, I think in my Christian life, in, the, in my 30 years, 30 years I've been in this church, I have never seen in any UD church people in and around the church ready to enter the church before the service starts. This is the first time I've seen it. You see, and that is how it ought to be. That is how it ought to be. Church must be so important to you that you, 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 you set off at four o'clock and you come and sit around praying, waiting for the doors to open so you enter. That is how a Christian should live his life. That's church. You know, so I, I want to believe God. You see, don't think that it is right for you to enter a church service late. It's not the right thing to do. It's not a right attitude towards God, His mercy towards you, and His 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 love for you, and all the things. Is it's not right. To walk into a church service one hour after the church service. You see, wherever you live, wherever you live, you can plan. You can plan your trip. Just like if you are going to America or you are going anywhere, even going to Tamale, you are going to the airport and there's traffic where you live. What will you do? You plan and leave early because. You must get to the airport at a certain time. After a certain time, 
Forget about the flight. So, so I want to say that what I've seen today must be the lifestyle after today. And I'm, and I'm throwing a challenge to you as a Christian, you know, as a Christian, as a Christian, if you, you, you go to church on a Saturday evening, that's your church service as a Christian, then plan it so that you are in the church on time, before time. In fact, it, it makes you even more ready to receive the word of God. And to receive what God has for you. If you walk into a church service 45 minutes after the service started, you, you, are, you, you are actually, you come and sit down and you are disoriented. And you, you are now waiting for the service to end. So, 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 so the Bible says that those that seek me early shall find me. It didn't say early in the morning. There are many scriptures that talk about early in the morning, in the morning, early. But this one, look, look at it right there. It says, those, I love them that love me. Wow, I didn't see that one. I missed that one. I love them that love me. So God is looking at the kind of love you have for him. And then he will love you back according to the love you measured out for him. I love them that love me. Now, now, and watch it. And those, let's clap our hands for Jesus. So I'm saying that I have been in this church for 30 years. 30 years. I've never seen what, nowhere, even in this church, I've never seen what I've seen this evening. Like a a church service hasn't started and there are people around. I've not seen some before. I've not seen some before. And I want to beg you in the name of your relationship with God, Start coming to church early. So those who enter a church service late, you will never find God. He doesn't like that behavior. Because it's an insult. You will not go to the embassy if you had an appointment at what time of the day? 2 a.m., 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 11 p.m., midnight. You'll be there. Because what is happening there is important to you. So you can judge how God, how important God is to you by the time you come for a church. You yourself, I won't tell you. You yourself should know that God means nothing to you. He means nothing to you. It's not an important. It's not important to you. You are just for the, 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 there must be another reason why you've come here. So I want to really appreciate our pastors in this service for setting a certain tone. Yeah. 
And I want to say again, you see, what I'm saying right now, I have never heard it before anywhere. I've been a Christian for close to 40 years. I have never heard what I have just told you before. It's the Holy Spirit speaking that when you enter into any, you see, you must schedule your meeting with God. If you are going to wake up at 5 a.m. to pray, make sure you wake up at 5 because he's waiting for you. Yes. It's, it's, it's a part of the discipline that makes God also find you worthy to receive his attention. You will never receive the attention of anyone who tells you to meet him at this time and you choose when you want to come, if you want to come at all. So it is there. I have never thought about this verse before. I'm seeing it for the first time today. He said, I love them that love me. I don't know if there's anyone here who is interested in God and you want to have a relationship with God. But maybe this is the, maybe when I finish this, you can go home. This may be your, 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 your message for today. I love them that love me. I tell you, you may think that for God so loved the world is always the case. It, 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 it means something. But when it comes to God loving, he will look for those who love him, then he loves them. If he sees that you don't love him, he will not love you. And all the things that some 91 blessings, some 90 blessings that come to those who love him will never come to you. And those that seek me early, not early in the morning. There's no early morning here. Don't smuggle words into the thing. Early means that there was, there was a time to meet him and you were there early. Those are the people who find him. So tonight, I want to really say to you that God is speaking to his church. And this is a beautiful church. It's a very beautiful church. And God's power must come in here to heal, to deliver, to bless. You should live here with testimonies. You should live here with some healing in your body. You should live here with some joy. And the Holy Spirit that comes in, comes in when he feels that we respect him. Then he comes and does his work. He heals the tumor changes your life opens a door for you makes a way for you touches your life and blesses you in many ways so let's clap our hands for our pastors again this is the church God wants to be a part of and I'm praying that it will not be a nine day wonder or even a one day wonder one day But don't forget, age 17. Everybody say age 17. Oh, I can't hear you. Say age 17. Never forget it. You can even forget your name. But don't forget age 17. Nobody will find God. You will never find God if you are into lateness. If you are into lateness, you will ne- you'll be around, but you won't have the God. You won't find him. You won't find him.
You, you say you hear him share the testimony. He has a testimony. He has a testimony, but you are wondering, ah, how? How? What's because wow. me? I, I, I've not experienced it. Yes, because you, you don't respect God. I love them that love me. We can even give an offering and close the service. So, what a blessing. Lift your hands and just thank God. Thank him for choosing you to be in his presence. Thank him for blessing you. Thank him for his blessing. Thank him for his goodness. Thank him for choosing you. For his greatness. For his love. For his kindness. And for every blessing he has for you. In Jesus name. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. I've been blessed by this scripture. I've really been blessed. I've, I've never heard this before. By the Holy Spirit. N- never think that God can tell you something he has not told anybody before. Or something you have never heard before. You may be the one to hear it and share it with the body of Christ. Yes. So keep your spirit open. Amen. Well, this evening I just want to share A very important seed for a few minutes with you. I am deliberately not going to spend too much time talking about the seed because um, it is a to whom it may concern. It's a to whom it may concern. Yeah. See, as I grow older in the Lord, so many wonderful things the Lord tells me. So many wonderful things. And one of them is the to whom it may concern type of message. That you don't force yourself to feed people with things they are not ready to eat. But those who must eat it, have you not seen that you can put some food in the fridge and the food is in the fridge uh, till somebody comes to the house and the food vanishes. Like your son comes from school. Your nephew comes from his house. Then the food vanishes. Tonight, I want to share with you a very important message about the seed of soul winning. The seed of soul winning. Soul winning. Winning of a soul. You see, hmm. you see, the subject of soul winning is a seed. If you are looking at it in another, from, from another perspective. But 
You know, as I've been preaching this series on the different seeds, the seed to the flesh, the seed of money, the seed of righteousness, the seed of the word of God. Um, are we there? Is, is that all? What does that seed about? The seed that they are all here. Yeah, the seed of serving the Lord. You know, I always talk about the seed first. It's the seed first and then the harvest. But today, for a few minutes, I want to talk about the harvest first. You see, because, and then I'll talk about the seed. The seed you sow to get that harvest. You see, because soul winning, the winning of a soul is actually a harvest. The winning of a soul is actually a harvest. In Revelations 14, verse 15, which was a very powerful verse I learned when our father taught us this um, on Chalak night. He used this verse. You know, and I was blessed by it. He says, and another angel came out of the temple crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud. Thrust in thy circle and reap. For the time is come for thee to reap. For the harvest of the earth is ripe. The harvest of the earth is the multitudes who are waiting. That's why I said it is ripe. It means that they are ready to be harvested. There is a harvest. God is waiting for his church to bring into the kingdom. And he is saying to us that we must reap the harvest because it is ripe. They are ready. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. Your friend needs the Lord. Your cousin needs the Lord. Your former girlfriend needs the Lord. Your old boyfriend needs the Lord. And God is saying that we must put in the circle. You see, the circle is a curved knife that is used to cut the, 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 um, the, the sheaves, the wheat, the stalk. You know, you, it's, it's bent like this. So you just, you just cut it. You cut it. You cut. They are ready. And then when you get the sheaf, they go somewhere, shake it, and they get the seeds or the wheat or the rice or the corn. Ladies and gentlemen, the harvest is ripe. The harvest is ripe. Ripe means that 
The people are ready. All they need is someone to pluck them. The same way you were plucked, you were harvested. Somebody brought you here. I tell you, somebody brought you here. Even if you came on your own, I want to assure you that somebody prayed for you. Satan will never allow you to enter a church. There must have been some, 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 some work done for you to be sitting in church. What a beautiful church we are having this evening. But God is saying to all of us, everyone, this subject is not for pastors or bishops. All of us, because listen very carefully that God wants you to be involved in the harvest. The dancers must harvest. The ashes must harvest. The choristers must harvest. The cleanness of the church must harvest. The work you do in the church can never be a reason why you can exclude yourself from the great harvest. Remember our theme this year is seed time and harvest. And I'm saying to all of us, instrumentalists, beautiful instrumentalists, you are a part of the harvest. God is looking for harvesters. God is looking for harvesters. And as I'm preaching now, you you can tell that the subject of soul winning doesn't concern. As I stand here and I look at the congregation, I see that some are not, they are detached as I'm preaching. And some are very astute. But I'm saying to the unconcerned and the concerned that God is waiting on this beautiful church to bring in the harvest. And the assurance is that the harvest is ripe. The problem is the harvesters. The problem is the Christian who will have the burden to go and gather the souls and plant them in the house of God as a harvest for him. That's why he said, and, and, the, and, the, and the angel was, you see, he cried with a loud voice, put in your sickle and reap. And tonight, if you allow me, I want to say, also say it with a loud voice. Go out and reap. For the harvest is ripe. There's a girl somewhere waiting for you. Someone spoke to her three years ago. She didn't mind the girl. She didn't mind the boy. But what that guy said became a seed in her heart. And now the seed has grown. And she's waiting for someone. Because really, you see, 
What you may not know is that the person, when it comes to evangelism, the person who witnesses and the person who harvests are two different people. Rarely will you find the one who witnesses also being the one to reap. The Bible says, for I sent you to reap from where you have bestowed no labor. Another planted. That's what he said. I, 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 I sent you to reap whereon he bestowed no labor. Other men labored. Other men labored. And ye are entered into their labors. So when you witness to someone and the person doesn't even mind you, doesn't come to church, don't worry. You have done your part. You are, you are also going to harvest a soul that you did not plant that word. You see, what you tell a person to bring the person to church is not the sowing of the seed. Somebody always has sown a seed already earlier. Always. Because if it is truly a seed, then it needs time. It needs time. I sent you to reap. So I'm just saying that somebody in apostolic church, Methodist church, a radio preacher, a TV program, five years ago, planted the word of God in somebody's heart. That that person is now ready for someone to come and say, let's go. I sent you to reap. Where on ye bestowed no labor. This is, these, these are the red letter words of Jesus. And he's not saying that he, Jesus, planted the seed. No, he said, other man labored. Other man labored. So you may be the other man to go and labor somewhere. And the person will not follow you to church. But give the person two years. Somebody from Central Gospel Church will go and harvest where he also bestowed no labor. That's why we must be very humble and not think of ourselves as the originators and the harvesters. It's like your word you preach is what led the people to Jesus. Like you are a powerful preacher. You are a good witness. No. As the person is standing there, he himself may even forget that six months ago, a brother shared the gospel with him. He's forgotten. But that word is a seed. One planted and water grows to be great. Never think you've wasted your time. Never think you've wasted your time. When you witness to someone and the person doesn't seem to mind you, the person doesn't seem to care. No, the word is a seed. If it's a seed, it is lying there. It's lying there. It's lying there. You may be smoking, drinking, fornicating, chasing girls, whatever, but the seed is still lying there. 
one morning you'll be hearing a knock on your door. I said, one morning you'll be hearing a knock on your door. Church, the harvest is right. Who will go? I'm saying that some church members in Presbyterian Church, Presby, yes, they went to do witnessing somewhere. Nobody followed them. It's three years now. Those people, that word has now become a ripe fruit in their hearts. Waiting for Makane members to go and harvest. Yes. And they, Presby people too, will also go somewhere and go and what they don't know is that two months earlier, some Methodist church members went and did some outreach. And when the pastor made the altar call, nobody came. Never think something bad is happening when you go for a crusade and you preach and nobody comes forward. Just turn away. You've done the master's will. Never, mommy. When you have a crusade and you preach, tonight, if you want to give your life to Christ, raise your hand. And nobody seems to raise their hand. Don't worry. Yours was to plant the seed. Yours was to labor. Leave it for two months, two years, three months, four years. And when it is ready, somebody who is spiritual enough will go, will be sent there because the Lord of the harvest is the one who says, go here, go here. No, don't go here. It's not ready here. Go to that side. That's why when Paul was ready to go and preach the gospel in Nicaea and Bithynia, he said, don't go. They're not ready. Turn towards Macedonia because the Holy Ghost is the Lord of the harvest. If you listen to him well, he will show you, don't go here. Go there. Go to that side. Go there. Never think something bad is happening or you didn't preach well or you are not anointed. When you share the gospel and you ask the person, can I lead you to Christ? And the person says, no. Just thank God that you have done the master's will. The Holy Ghost I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed. So never attribute any harvest to yourself. When somebody follows you, when somebody enters the church, never think it's because you're of your anointing or you because you preach well. Listen to me. You don't have any idea how others are laboring. And I'm saying that it is time for us as a church to also go. To go and reap. You've heard wedding announcements in this church. A lot of wedding announcements. You are going to start hearing crusade announcements. You are going to start hearing constituency crusade announcements. Church crusade announcements. Santa crusade announcements. I said Santa crusade announcements. And, 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 and when you go, 
when you go, depending on the situation, it may be a sowing time or a reaping time. You will never go wrong when you go out with the word of God. There's, there, there is nothing like wasted labor. The fact that someone doesn't give his life to Christ does not invalidate your efforts. Go! If it's a sea time, nobody will mind you. I said, if it's a sea time, nobody will mind you. But go and plant the seed. If it is harvest time, you should just sing a song and they'll be coming from the left. Unless the spirit of God is not in you. Go. I sent you to reap. Whereon you bestowed no labor. Tonight, I want to ask you, are you concerned at all? Do you care? But if you'll sit down for two minutes, I'll tell you why you must go. You see, the reason why you must go is that your Christian life never takes shape outside the lifestyle of evangelism. Now, I, 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 I want to repeat myself in, a, in, in another way. Evangelism is not harvesting. It is sowing seeds and harvesting, depending on. Evangelize. Go. Preach the word. Those who will follow you, they will follow you. I want to tell you the reason why our Christian lives are not very powerful and fruitful. So some of us as Christians are taking refuge in the world. So you are a part-time Christian and part because you have never been able to have a full-time Christian life. Many of us have not been able to have a full-time Christian life. Because you can never have a full-time Christian life if there is no evangelism in your life. No. You see, Jesus sent his disciples into the world at the end of his time with them. So, there is a certain maturity that is associated with evangelism. You are with Jesus, you see multiplying bread, uh, feeding 5,000, walking on water, raising dead bodies. and all. all those experiences are different from going. So even when he was with them, Luke 10, he sent them in twos. But that is Luke 10. You see, when you are not interested in winning souls, it must be a sign to you that you have not matured. 
you are an immature person. And the lifestyle of soul winning also matures you. So, there are two sides. You mature. And you win a soul. In fact, in fact, you, you must be so matured as a Christian that you even need the Holy Ghost. Acts 1 verse 8. Acts 1 verse 8. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses to me. So, so when you are not interested, like right now, as I'm preaching, if the subject matter of soul winning is not interesting to you, if it doesn't kick anything in you, it means that you don't have the Holy Spirit. There is deadness and dullness in you. It takes something for you to go about. You see, you must be so mature that you are, you see, witnessing is painful. And you must be mature enough to withstand the pain of winning, to, of, 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 of witnessing. Sharing the gospel is painful. So painful that Psalm 126 verse 6 calls it re- weeping. You weep. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed. So you see that there is a certain maturity. If you are not mature in Christ, the subject of soul winning will not be interesting to you. Because it's much, it's, it, it is maturity. That's why you, you don't go about having sex as a teenager. Because when the baby comes, you will, you will lack the maturity to, to raise that child. It, it, it is mature mothers. Mature mothers. They can raise children. Yes, she doesn't have money. And she's organizing money. She, she doesn't have enough food. The little food she has, she must give it to the children. Spend the money. Eat the food. When I am hungry, that's maturity. Because winning souls is associated with weeping. And if you are not matured, you will not engage in something that causes pain and tiredness and, and you, you spend money, you spend your life. You won't do something. You only be excited about the rejoicing part. So you can tell the immaturity or otherwise of a Christian by the person's um, fondness fondness for pleasures and fondness or fondness for pain you can tell and tonight I want to say to you that some of us your Christian life eh, it will never be complete until soul winning 
comes into the picture. Yes, soul winning. Witnessing. Witnessing. Soul winning. You can't you can sit in church for 1,000 years and never mature as a soul, as, as a Christian. Because, the, the, you see, there are some things that are associated with soul winning that you will not get by praying, you will not get by reading your Bible, you will not get by, by going out. It, you see, it's an experience, it's an experience unlike any other experience. So, when they returned in Luke 1, they, there were a lot of experiences. They returned with joy, Obviously, because when, when you are returning, you are returning with the joy of a harvest. And they said, the demons are subject to us. The demons are subject to us. You, you sit, when you sit in church and you are just writing notes, you come and go, you come and go, you, you sit in church, you give an offering, you come and go. You will be subject to demons. Yes. Sitting in church, writing notes, being a part of a choir, dancing, 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 that doesn't give anyone power to, 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 to conquer demons. Singing in the choir gives no one power. Sweeping the chair doesn't give you power. The power that comes to those who really need that power will only come through the winning of souls. He said, the demons are subject to us. The devils and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject to us through thy name. Through thy name. I want to tell you, please, don't, don't exclude soul winning and witnessing and evangelizing from your Christian life. You are, you, are, you are hurting your life. You are hurting your Christian life. You are depriving yourself of a certain power. Somebody around you, now we are, you know, we have basentes. We are now going to start having fellowships. Fellowships. Yes. Fellowships. Where the, the, the members of the basentes themselves will go and witness and have their own fellowship of three members, four members, some members, and so on. A lot of basenters may never even meet together as a basenter. On Wednesday or Thursday, there are different fellowships that the members are also doing something. Rise up and do something. How can you sit in church on Sunday? Sit in church on Saturday? Sit in church on, on Tuesday? Sit in church and... Uh, 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 on Thursday, you are always receiving. No, a Christian must give. And I'm saying that going to give matures you. It matures you. It matures you. And you need to be matured because Satan is well matured. Yes. The enemy that wants to destroy your life is very mature. So allow, allow the, the lifestyle of witnessing to mature you. Allow it. Therefore, what do we do? First of all, the seed you must sow to win souls. 
the seed you sow to harvest souls. How many of you want to do the seed you must sow to harvest? Is the seed of becoming a mature Christian. Do the things you must do to be mature. Read your Bible, pray, listen to messages, live a good Christian life, mature. And have the Holy Spirit. The disciples wanted to go and preach. And they were told, tarry he here. Hello? Tarry, wait here, don't go. Till you are endued with power from on high. You don't, I, I am not surprised. If, I, if you had been a soul winner, I would have been very surprised. I don't know how someone like you can win souls. You, how? Who are you? I mean, you, are how? I'm not surprised that you are not concerned about souls. Witnessing is not, it's not on your mind. It's not an activity. Because I, when I see you, I can understand that you are not the type of person to be involved in a lifestyle that empowers you properly to live this life. So you see, there are many Christians who are in the church, but they are also seeing juju men. Then the church, they are, they are also going to shrines. Yes, because they will not pay the price to mature. The seed you sow is the seed of sowing the word maturing by reason of use. As you continue doing things and you are active in the Lord, you become mature. It's good that you are a dancing star. It's good that you are in the choir. It's good that you are a chief usher. It's good that you are part of the people who share communion. But I'm just saying that learn, learn. I, I, I mean, you must, you, must, you must have a lifestyle of maturing. Mature. By use. By reason of use. Tarry you here. Until ye be endued with power. Most of us sitting here are powerless Christians. Because, you see, soul winning is linked to the power of God directly. The power over. Look at it. Look 10. Look 10, verse 19. Look at verse 19. Power to tread on serpents, scorpions. Three, three big things I mentioned there. Serpents, scorpions, and all the power of the enemy. Yes, and all these, what that serpents plus scorpions plus all the power of the enemy together cannot match the power that God gives you when he sees that you are an, you are an excited and exciting soul winner. Get involved. Get involved, get involved, get involved, get involved. Get involved, my brother. Get involved. You see, the person who brought you to church, who spoke to you and managed to get you to church, is using you to mature himself. Yes, that person who brought you, that person is using you to mature herself, to grow, to develop. By, by carrying you, she's developing herself spiritually. And any devil that comes around, she can bind, she can lose, she can destroy, she can scatter, she can pull down. 
he can destroy the works of the enemy. Go and so so you too go and use someone. Yes, someone carried you to develop herself. You too go and carry someone. Get involved. Get involved. I'll tell you, it is in the interest of the demons in your family. Like my family has demons. Your family has got demons. It is in the interest of the demons in your family. It, it, they are very happy that you are not in the soul winning. They are very happy that you don't think about winning a soul, evangelizing. They, they are so happy because once you start winning souls, you take on a certain power they cannot handle. Once you start witnessing, even, even your, your, own, your own understanding of the word of God, it changes. That, I mean, the word of God becomes a living word. A living word. And when I read my Bible, where is it Obadiah or Nahum or John or James? It, is, it comes alive. It is in the interest of the people who want to destroy you that you never win a soul. That you, it, it is, so as you are like this, they don't care at all whether you come to church or not. Because coming to church has not helped much. Is coming to church to hear and to do. So tonight, I came to inform you that there is a harvest. Are you interested? Or you are not interested? Are you interested? There's a harvest. They are ripe. Reap because they are ripe. Reap because they are right. And those who get involved, they harvest not just souls. <laughs> Anybody you see harvesting souls is also harvesting power. Harvesting power. It's harvesting power. Power. You can't sit in church and expect to overcome pornography. Mm. Sitting in church. No. I would not be surprised if there are people sitting at the back watching pornography. I would not be surprised at all. At all. My wife went to a church many years ago. She entered the church from the back. She was going to do something in the church, some work she was doing. Yes, 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 back. And the pastor was preaching. She was at the back. She was there. She saw girls were watching pornography at the back of the church. Don't think coming to church and sitting in the church. That's why I'm so happy that I'm, I'm sure that it is a basenta, a group of people that orga- somebody organize you. You see, that, that person belongs to a group. Join that group. Your life will change. Join that group and do what they are doing. That's the advice Samuel actually gave Saul in 1 Samuel 10. So as you leave my presence, you see some people coming down from the hill of God. With the psaltery singing, dancing, with the coming down and so on. Join them and do what they are doing. And the, the people were prophesying. So Saul also joined them and began to prophesy. It was so powerful. Saul's transformation was so powerful that it became a proverb in Israel. A Saul also among the prophets. Join. 
Join them. They will say, ah, it's Razak also among the pastors. Is Ibrahim also among the Christians? How? How did Joanna join these people? Join them. From today, I'm announcing. Basentes, mommy. Basentes. Basentes are no longer going to be some dormant a dormant collection of Christians who are just carried on buses up and down. No. The Basentes are going to be units of evangelism and units of soul winning and units of the spreading of the word of God. When you see a Basenta leader, you, you are not seeing someone who just buses people up and down. An overseer of witnesses. Witnesses. Stand to your feet. Don't do that. Don't do what you are doing. I will advise you. You sing. You teach good songs. I mean, the choir sang very well. But don't do what you are doing. Get involved. There should be someone you are actively working on. Sow the seed. Pray for the person. Share the word of God. If the person is difficult, doesn't want to come to church, leave the person and go to the next one. Shake the dust. But you have left your seed in the person's heart. You have left the seed in the person's heart. Move on and continue at the right time. The harvesters of your seed will arrive. I want to beg you. I want to beg you. God did not gather us to do this. This is not why God brought us around. This is not why God saved us. This is not the original plan. This was meant to be a part of a bigger life of active witnessing and harvesting and sowing of seeds. And this is this is the form the church will take. You see us dancing. Dancing hard. From now on, you should have been dancing in certain places and preaching before you come and stand here and dance. No. Every unit of the church will be used for evangelism. Yes. Either sowing of the seed or harvesting of the sheaves. Either what? Sowing of the seeds or harvesting of the sheaves. Everyone, everyone, everyone. You watch this church. You are going to now see a church where some people are crying and some people are rejoicing. The next time, the one who is rejoicing is crying and the one who was crying is rejoicing because depending on what you are doing, you are either excited from souls of coming or you are in pain, the pain of sowing the seed. Receive the ability to endure the pain of seed sowing. I said, receive the ability to endure the pain of sowing of seeds. I said, this church, you are going to find at any point in time, some are rejoicing and some are weeping. But he, both he, oh Jesus, Paul said, he said, both he that rejoiced and he that weeped together. 
together. It's all it takes to the sower and the reaper. Both of them together will have a reward. Madusa Bahataka. Mendus Kate Mahatabo. Remanda, lift your two hands and pray. La ba 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 ba. Look at it. Look at it. Together. Look at it. And he that repeats receiveth wages and gathereth fruits to eternal life. That both he that soweth in tears and he that repeats in joy may rejoice together. I said, listen to me. Please don't clap. I'm, listen to this one. Whether you are weeping or you are rejoicing. A day will come. All of us will rejoice together. Join us. Join us. Don't just stare at us. Join us. Join us. Join us. Join us. This is the life. Don't be impressed by anything any church is doing outside this one. Don't be impressed. This is the life. Sowing. And weeping. Or harvesting. And rejoicing. Ah. How is it possible that. All your rejoicing is about your exam. You pass. A boy proposed to you. You got some money. I mean you have never rejoiced over a lost soul. You have brought to church before. Then you have not. You have not seen the real joy of the Lord. All your weeping is about a boy broke your heart, you lost your phone, you failed an exam, your mother sent you. All your weeping is about earthly things. No, a day is going to come. You'll be t- you have a headache because you have, been, you, you have been witnessing for the whole day. And you've not, you've not had any soul. But I've told you already, don't think you have wasted your time. You went and sold seeds. Therefore, you will qualify to reap where you also bestowed no labor. It's the law of conservation of energy. Yes. You lose the energy here to gain it there. Lift your two hands, everyone, and pray for yourself. Malasata. KK Tuma. I sent you. 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 I said, I sent you. Yeah. To reap where you bestowed no labor. Oh, I want to tell you, my sister, the Christian life there's rejoicing, there are testimonies, there are blessings but don't, don't, don't take any shortcut join the weepers and then you will join the reapers I said join the weepers so you will join the reapers one day the reapers are the rejoicers lift your hands and pray Nimosa Kataba Ramande Kataba Zata Ramandalaba Ranima Sunelima Rababa Yanalaba Ah lift your hands and Lord Lord make me a leader of a fellowship a fellowship leader a fellowship leader yes yes let me go and form a fellowship with my friends I share the word of God with them yes then on Saturday night our leader brings us all to church Wow, what a blessing. Lift your hands and pray. Lord, I want to join the weepers. The weepers. I will not weep in this life only from failing an exam or losing my phone or being hungry. No. I will also weep through sowing. 
carrying seeds to sow. I will do something. Lift your hands and pray. Laba kataba sata. Reman debosata. Ramama yandaboska. Reman dabose man debe kabalaba. Rabalaba, Rabalaba, Sande Mandala, Rema, Yababa, Yaba. I'm joining the reapers. I'm joining the reapers. But I must be a weeper first before I join the reapers. I must be a weeper before I join the reapers. Amatosa, Mayandala Baba. That is the church the Holy Ghost wants to pour itself in. And as you do this, you mature and you see that you are now beginning to have. Power over masturbation. Power over pornography. Power over homosexuality. Power over stealing. Power over lying. Power over godlessness. Power over sin. You watch it. That power will never be given to people who just sit in the church writing notes. No. No. That's why he said his last words. Matthew 28. Go. His last words. Yes, go because you see, when somebody is dying, you see, uh, David, you see, when somebody is dying, that's the time the person will release their will. Uh, the will. So, most wills are read after a person dies, uh, when the person passes on, then the will is read. A few cases, wills have been read with the person living. Because this is his will. His will is that while I'm alive, he must have this house. It's my will. <laughs> but most of the time, wills are read when the person dies. Yeah. And what is in a will? A will is the land God, uh, your father has for you. The bank account he wants you to be a part of. 30%, your big brother, 40%. And the other uh, stepsisters will have 15-15. A will has always has something that benefits a person. A house, a land, some money, some responsibility. Sometimes it will take care of this person, take care of these people. All of it is a person's will. But most of the time, there is something to gain from it. Jesus didn't go to court to deposit any will. Everything he had for you was in his last words. Everything he had for you could be found in his last words so by saying go the land he has for you is in it the flats at Awudume Cemetery around Awudume Cemetery the flat is there the bank account Zanet Bank account number 42686672 stroke F 20% of the money in that account is for you it, but it is by going it is when when you go that everything he has for your life will be released to you you will never get it by sitting down it is when you go that the house will come time will fill me to check testimonies of members who it was in going go going can be going to witness going to visit go and do something some found their wives, some found cars, some found houses, some found gold. There is nothing you will get by sitting in the church. I'm telling you. The church is a place we come to hear and be healed of our dullness and unspirituality. Go. Lift your hands. Lift your hands and ask the Lord, Father. 
Help me to join. I'm joining the the weepers. I'm joining the weepers. Those who weep. Those who weep. As they sow. As they sow. I'm joining them. So that I can join. I can be a part of those who reap by rejoicing. Lift your two hands and pray. That's why I said this uh, to whom it may concern. <laughs> to whom it may concern. But I pray that you'll be concerned about this. Because it concerns you. Lift your hands. Join. 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 There's very little God has for you through just sitting on a bus and just going up and down. No, you are not different from the people Satan is going to destroy. Join. And at this time, as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I want to pray for you. I don't know who invited you to church today. You can put your hand down, please. Please put your hand down. Close your eyes, please. And bow your head. Thank you. If you are here today, you want to say, Pastor, please. Pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. Pastor, please. I want to know Jesus personally. I come to church, but I'm not born again. Or today is my first time, and I want to receive Jesus. What a beautiful church service I've had tonight. If you are here tonight, and you want to receive Jesus as your personal Savior, please lift your right hand. I'm going to pray for you. Yes, just lift your hand. I can see your hand. I can see your hand. That is it. It's a decision every living being must take. And I'm happy that today you are taking yours. It marks the beginning of a change in your life. Everything God wants to do in your life, now he can do it. Because you are now surrendering your life to him. Lift your hand wherever you are. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus at the back, in front. Lift it high. Above your head. I can see. Lift it high. I see. If your hand is up, you've raised your hand. I want you to come to me now. Come. Take your Bible, take your book, and come. Come running. Come running. Come running. Come running. Come running to the Clap your hands for them. Where Jesus come running. is calling. His come running. will be your covering. His blood come running. flow freely. Come running. It will provide your healing. Come running. Come running yes. to that mercy seat. Come running. Say it again. You've heard enough wedding announcements. From now, you are going to be hearing constituency crusades, Santa, Santa crusades, Basentes will be having crusades. Now, now, listen, listen. 
if you don't win a soul, what will you be? You'll be sad? Why won't you be sad? It's a seed you are sowing. You are laboring. Another will come and reap. But you need to go so that you, you will also have the right to also reap where you have bestowed no labor. Can clap your hands. So expect announcements. But center leaders, pray for your members and turn them into fellowship shepherds. Fellowship shepherds. Leaders of three, four, five. They should do something. Send them. Send. 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 Because that is how God provides for you. Everything. Jesus provided for his disciples by sending them. Anyone who is not sent will be poor and will have nothing. It's by, he said, when I sent you, lacked ye anything? When I sent you, did you lack anything? So now, you are going again. Lift your two hands. And he said to them, when I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes, lacked ye anything and they said nothing. When you are sent anything you need God provides through either the person who sent you or the person you were sent to or the people you were sent with that environment of going on a mission changes your life and becomes the source of your provision. Beautiful. Beautiful. Lift your two hands, those in front here. And I want you to pray this prayer after me. And all the church will join. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I'm a sinner. I've come to you. I've come to you. Please wash me. Please wash me. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me. Make me whole. Make me whole. Make me pure. Make me pure. Make me clean. Make me clean. I love you. I love you. Today. Today, I declare, I declare that I am born again. I'm, born again. I'm, a, child of I'm God. a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, Thank you, Jesus for, saving for saving me. I will never be the same again. I will never be the same again. I will never be the same again. I've turned my back to the world. Jesus is now my Lord. The church is now my hope. Christians are my friends. I have a new life. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm so happy for you. And on top of this, we are going to be praying for you. Praying for you. So see, our pastor we've brought here, he's going to come, he's, he's part of the team that will help you. They will visit you. They will share the word of God with you. Yes. He's called Gabby. Yes. Brother Gabby. Very anointed. So I want you to please come. He's going to go with you. Go with him. Beautiful. Beautiful. Weepers and reapers. 
weepers and readers. For the kingdom, if you have never wept before or you have never reaped, you're only reaping beloved and girls and boys and contracts and put in the circle. Take out your communion. The blood of Jesus. The blood. I hope Joanna and her team are working. Mm. Take your bread. Please stand to your feet if you are seated. We've come to the Lord's table. It's a communion. Communion. It's coming together to eat. It's a koinonia. This is how we come together. It's a communion of the body. And Jesus took bread and he said, this is my body. And if you are here, I want you to know that it's the body of Christ you must make sure you are connected powerfully to. Make sure you are linked to the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The church. Fellow brother, fellow sister, the body. Let's build the body. Let's love the body. Let's nourish the body. Say the body of Christ. Say I'm a believer. And the body of Christ is always on my mind. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. For my healing. For my blessing. I'll work there in the body of Christ. I will live there in the body of Christ. I will move there in the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. Let your glory fill this house. Let your presence fill this place. Let each vessel lift your cup. Whatever is in that cup, it represents the blood of Jesus. And we need that blood. It speaks. It washes. It purges. It cleanses. The blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this blessing. You are healing us upon spirituality. You are healing somebody of carnality, worldliness, deadness. We've eaten something. If someone can eat something and die, then someone can also eat this and live. Yes. And he said, this is my body that which a man can shall eat and shall live. We thank you for life. Life in you. Life in you. Joy in you. Excitement in you. Living in you. Oh God, let this life we are living be an exciting life. We may weep in it, but let us enjoy the weeping. And when we are reaping, let's enjoy with rejoicing. Thank you, Lord, that a day will come, both the sower and the reaper together will rejoice. Thank you for the joy. 
that is ahead of us thank you for the joy thank you for the joy such beautiful joy we bless your name in Jesus name Amen clap your hands once again beautiful beautiful beautiful. go keep clapping your hands keep clapping your hands keep clapping your hands don't stop clapping your hands beautiful time in God's presence thank you Lord and you may please be seated